to Recruiting Daily Sourcing School podcast. We are live at HR Tech in Vegas. We are powered by Olio, a data-driven automated recruitment platform. I am joined by two of the Olioers. Is, it, is, that, the, is that the proper? Olioers is good. Olioers, okay. Yeah, it's I'm a new joined, one, but I'm digging it. It's good. Olioers, okay. So we've, I'm joined by Britt and Adam. We're going to have a great conversation with Mark Mates, who's joining us from Claro Analytics. Um, so we're going to probably crunch some numbers, I think, I guess, maybe. And we're probably going to talk about that AI thing. So if you are uh, if you are just joining us, Mark Mapes, what's going on? Hi everyone. Thanks for having me. Okay, all right. AI I, numbers. AI, AI, AI numbers. I was say Ryan Leary's supposed to be over here, but he, he just got a lot better looking. Yeah, Ryan Leary. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Leary. <laughs> got hair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Got hair. I mean, you know. Can I have your secret? Because wow. I can do some hair, too. <laughs> Wow. I'm trying to grow my mustache out, but it's it's a little weak, so. Um, my daughter asked me if I was going to do that for Halloween, and I said, well, I thought we were, so for Halloween, we're going as breakfast, as eggs, bacon, and a waffle, and I was like, why do I need a mustache for bacon? And my <laughs> daughter was like, well, you know, because it would be cool, and I'm like, go talk to your mother about this. Go have a, <laughs> Allie, if you're listening, I'm not growing the mustache. All right, so. Um, we've already played a little bit of buzzword bingo here. Mark, you've been on the floor. You've been in recruiting, recruiting technology for umpteen years. What are you seeing? What's the vibe? What's the feel here today on the floor? What's the big topic? Well, AI, of course, and chat, of course, that has kind of come up in the last two years, right? So I think people kind of feel like it's real now, like there's really something there, right? Before it was just a buzzword. Nobody really knew what was going on. I think some people put a stake in the ground a couple of years ago, and since then it's changed a lot, and it's just moved so fast, right? All right, so, so about putting the stake in the ground in, in fast movement, do you think that they have been able to change and keep up with the market, or are you saying they put the stake in the ground and the market came to them? What's going on? Personal opinion, they put it too early, right? It wasn't there yet. Like, even the the, the chat stuff we're doing, it's, it, it, it has a hard time scaling, right? We have to we have to have a lot of workarounds, and we're making it work because chat just doesn't necessarily scale to the point where we're we're analyzing so much data at like that, right? With the way that we built it, so I think it's technology is catching up. Like you know, when I started, I, I laugh like people, uh, a couple of people have come over and talked to me about what they're doing, and it's assessment based job matching. A company that I started in 2009, right? And they still haven't figured it out, right? Uh, how many ever years later? So, but yet they still have really cool technology and abilities to be able to do. Wait, that wait, stuff. wait, wait! How can it be really cool technology if it hasn't evolved since two thousand and nine? No, it. Because I'm biased. I, I don't need to be a dick. I'm <laughs> just think, asking. I'm like, I think it's cool. I think the ability to use technology to provide a better, almost more human experience is is cool, right? Okay, I, I okay, I agree with matching, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, matching does that, right? Um, we're not really matching this, some of the stuff that we're talking to other vendors about, hint, hint, about some stuff that we're working on, the ability to match profiles, use AI to analyze, not just matching, but what's needed, right? So when we're talking about matching and about what's needed, do you think that drives a better candidate experience or oh, yeah. a better recruiter experience? Oh, it should be both, really. But I think candidate experience, definitely. Um, just the ability to be matched to appropriate jobs. And this isn't what we're doing at all. I'm kind of getting off topic here. No, no, it's all good, it's all good. There is no topic. There is no to topic. The topic's you. Okay. So, yeah. so question right. for you, Mark. Did ChatGPT make it okay for people to start using AI? Is that, is, is ChatGPT the thing that made everybody say, okay, 
you know, we've all been doing our own AI. We've been doing this prescriptive learning. Olio certainly tried to do it, you know, I would say too early. We, right. we started three, four years ago. And everybody was like, ah, we're not, you know, we, we don't want to touch AI. But as soon as ChatGPT came out, I was like, we got to have it. Yeah. Everybody's got to have it. It's, it's kind of like the stamp of approval. Yeah. Do you think that, well, that it, happened? It, for us, it also made it possible for us to launch our reports that we're launching here at HR Tech, the labor market reports, where we have over 500 prompts that are analyzing our data and delivering results that a person would have to sit back and look at our reports and say, what does this mean? What does this all mean? What do I do with this information? I, okay, so I have supply and demand, I have salary data, but what does that mean? With ChatGPT, we can actually tell them based on obviously a lot of information, right? But it does make it a lot easier to use it. So so, so ChatGPT to me, it's it's like the Google of data, right? So when Olio, when we went live with our own AI, it was our data, it was our basically kind of our customer data that we had anonymized essentially. So it was a small data set. Now with ChatGPT, it's across the entire web. Right. And so I think that's really changed the game. And for me, you know, ChatGPT was like, okay, well, it's still it's still old data. It's still, you know, two years old. Now with what are they 4.0 or 5.0 now? I don't yeah. even. I can't 4, keep 4. up. 4.0. It's is real time. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's insane. It's moving quick. Yeah. I mean, there will be in a year from now. Will be what version? Who knows? It's gonna keep moving. It'll fast. be in the future. In the year 2000. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. That's very insightful. You know, it's good. Yeah. I just wish it was around when I was in college. My kid didn't write yeah. papers anymore. I mean, well, yeah. so I think about kids writing papers. I think about if if it's accurate information, how they're going to read and process that prompt in real time, right? Like, you know, I use ChatGPT to tell my daughter stories before we go to bed because I'm just like, tell me a story about a mystical penguin and their adventures in Antarctica, and it tells me a story that I can read to her, right? What are people reading? What are people consuming? What kind of analogies can be made when you're using an entire data set that like, you know, what does Steve Jobs have in common with Malcolm X? I don't know, but ChatGPT Chat might, <laughs> yeah, might be able to come up with something with that, right? But they're both revolutionaries, right? You know, both think different. Yep. There's gotta be something else there. It's interesting. Well, it's it's also um, with the labor market reports. We're also changing the way you're searching, right? Sure. Have you seen the back end of Claro? It's all Boolean token based, where you have to move it around, do all that stuff. The information that's analyzed and delivered through our reports would take a trained Claro user three days to crunch all those numbers and produce all that data that ChatGPT does in five less than five minutes. And the search is only two inputs. It's, it's position or job and location. That's it. You're not doing, I mean, some of the searches that we can build on our Boolean Builder are 100 tokens. It can right. do it like that. All right, so for those of you who don't know what Claro does, can you give us a use case real quick? Because I think sure. we're, we're swimming into those waters and we need to dive right in. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's talent intelligence workforce analytics. So we take supply and demand data crunch all those numbers and then then we kind of expose the data that's in there. It can be um, location stuff around uh, supply and demand, average salary for a position in a certain location, what skills are needed for that, or what the average skills look like for that position, diversity data, um, attrition, risk modeling. We have what we call um, um, job seeking sonar, so we allow companies to track people. The sonar tool I think is free, right? 
It is. You can okay. go, it's a Chrome extension. Thank you, Brian, for that. It's a Chrome extension that you can download and use free. Of course, there's a lot more features on the actual platform that do that, but it's a great way to track either your own employees, and we like to think people use it for good, right? For upskilling or promotions, or if someone's thinking about leaving, they want to be able to see that, and then they want to be able to know that so they can approach that person or whatever. You can also do it against your competitors or whatever, right? Or a talent pool as a whole and track their behavior. And when they hit a th certain threshold, they say active, like they're actively looking for a job. Yeah, so, I know we're definitely looking forward to uh, moving our relationship forward with you guys. Um, I guess in the, the three areas that makes sense from an ATS provider, right? The talent refresh or the profile refresh, right. the talent intelligent data when you're posting the job as a recruiter to see those insights, and then the, the sourcing piece as well. So yeah. for us, on the, the ATS side, it ticks all those boxes that our customers are asking for, so we're excited. Yeah, imagine opening a rec and having what we call an insights widget that tells you the diversity that's needed for that pool, the average salary, the skills, where's the best place to hire that person, all at the point where you open a rec, right there in your face. So you can make really good decisions, or you can go back into the hiring manager and say, you're crazy, we can't get that person with those skills for, you know, we have to we have to up it another 20,000 or whatever, right? So. That's it's what Brian always says. Yeah, so wait a minute, you're, you're touching, you touched on DEI when you talked about diversity, right? Yep. Um, in 2024, I mean 2023, diversity has been a, a very hot topic. It's been important to organizations to diversify. What do you see for diversity in 2024, especially with now a fifth generation entering the workplace? Ask ChatGPT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I can't even I can't even get my head around that. Repeat that again, because that was like really thoughtful and I, I know occasionally, <laughs> Brian. Occasionally, Brian. So you went deep. So I'm just wondering, like, from a DEI perspective, what does 2024 hold for us? Because we are now going to have a fifth yeah. generation entering the workplace, right? I mean, it becomes more important, right? Because because the workforce cares about it, right? So hence. The company needs to care about it if they want to hire that those people that care about it. So, I think that uh, beyond that, I can't even. I'd have to think about it and come back to you. On that okay, that's fine. That's fine. We can come back. We can do another episode. We can, we can get Ryan, Ryan Leary, wherever you may be. We can get Ryan Leary to do another. I'm trying episode. not to take it personally. Like you saw, as soon as I sat down, he's like, "No, I got to go." <laughs> There's too many baldness at this table. I got to go. Wow. Wow. All right. The, la the last podcast we were on, Ryan was like, is there anywhere that you go that you don't know a good restaurant to go to? I was like, I like to eat. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we were, we were talking, I like to eat. I like to eat the good food. Um, as we're talking about, as we're talking about that, that next generation in 2024, what do you see for Claro that you can kind of pull back the curtain and tell us, this is what we're doing in 2024, and this is what's going to make the difference in the yeah. lives of recruiters? I think... Well, we've been working on this report for six months. I think it's just going to continue to get better. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not overselling it. Like changing the, the search experience by taking something that takes days down to five minutes is amazing. And the insights that are gained from that. We're also, like everyone else, trying to figure out industry and job titles because those are it's really they're muddy waters. They're not ubiquitous, right? Yeah, right. So I could be a Java developer that works for McDonald's, but my industry is IT. Right, but I'm not. But I'm going to put IT. I'm not going to put um, food, the food and beverage industry. Right. Sure. But people that are looking for IT specialists in from the food and beverage want to find people that have industry experience. But I don't. Put I that don't understand why that's industry. important to a Java developer. It's like, would you like fries with that? Java. Java or is. To is he a Java developer? Or is he making Java? I can't understand what. 
Maybe Java oh, developer. Maybe McDonald's. McDonald's is a bad idea. Maybe Python developer for sure. McDonald's. <laughs> da, 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 da. Their, next, their next burger is a Python burger. I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that we live too far from that. <laughs> uh, which Killing It, by the way, commercial Killing It on, uh, on Peacock yeah. is a fantastic show that everyone must watch. Okay, all right. So it's we've about got Python, some... it's about, about snakes. I was, was going to say, I was like, I was like, yeah, there. we're doing the whole, we're doing the whole <laughs> consocial thing. Yeah, all right. So, so we talked about what's going on in 2024, how the tool can make people make recruiters better and faster. Um, what do you see from a labor market perspective? Do you see an uptick in the number of recruiters that are going to be rehired? Or do you see that it's going to say stagnant in 20? Because there's a lot of activity here on the floor. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of companies that are here. There are a lot of, there's a lot of representation. What do you see from that angle? Well, the, the cool thing about the company I work for, we also are owned by Wilson HCG, which is a big RPO company. Sure. So they're seeing a very big uptick in, in people looking for their services in manufacturing. So they found over time when manufacturing starts hiring, the industry, that everything starts turning around, right? And they're very bullish on, on the point where a lot of recruiters are going to get hired, but they're an RPO, so they also like it because companies hire them instead of hiring, uh, you know, full-time recruiters until things turn around. So well, sure, but that makes sense from a that makes sense from that perspective, right? Like you're turning things on when you need them. It's right. it's time to hire that you're really going after, yeah. and you're thinking about the best deliverable paired with the best technology that Claro has in that class to be able to answer those questions and for that RPO to not just be an RPO, but to be a true talent partner. Yeah, yeah, so, and every one of those recruiters, 2,000 recruiters for, for Wilson uses Claro and they live by it, they, you know, they have to have it, so it's kind of cool. So, not so a bad real quick, beta customer. So you said, you said something there just a minute ago that they look at the manufacturing hiring as almost like the tip of the spear yeah. on where the in yes. industry hiring will come after that. Yep. What industry? All industries, right? Yeah, that's what they found over time for the waves, you know, that Wilson's been around a long time. So manufacturing is a good indicator of the economy overall going positive. Because if you think about it, you know, you have to, you know, when stuff gets sold, right, they have to manufacture it, mm -hmm. obviously, Mr. Obvious here, but then they have to hire to do that. So when people start buying, then they are, apparently. So that's the way it's going. Very cool. All right, well, so we've had a, a big, burly conversation that has been about everything from Ryan Leary's baldness to the future of a generative AI and what we can build and what we can look for into 2024. Mark, I want to thank you. Thanks for making time for us today. Oh, oh look at that. Speaking Ryan Leary just shows yeah. up. Right in time. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Fink. I'm joined by Britt and Adam from Olio. It's been a pleasure hosting Mark. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your HR tech. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.